0: We're on the record. Sheila Cast. Good morning. What does it require to pick up and leave everything and everyone you know to start a new life? Courage? Fortitude? Determination? Across six decades, from 1910 to 1970, about six million African Americans made the decision to uproot their lives. They fled the South to points in the North, Midwest, and Western U.S. to escape violence, racism, and Jim Crow laws, with hopes to better their lives and those of their children. It was a protracted mass exodus of epic proportion. The Baltimore Museum of Art is focusing on this arc of history in its latest exhibit, a movement in every direction. Legacies of the great migration. In a few minutes, we'll hear from two of the commissioned artists who look deep into their families' histories to illustrate their stories.
1: I was surprised at how many secrets were still being kept by my family um, and by distant relatives, and and just how many questions that I still had, and that I was sort of uncovering through my research.
0: First, in October, I spoke with Jessica Bell-Brown, BMA curator and department head of contemporary art, who co-curated the exhibit. Bell-Brown worked with Ryan Dennis of the Mississippi Museum of Art's Center for Art and Public Exchange in Jackson to create this exhibit. I asked how the idea came about. I think we have to sort of
2: back up to the specific ways in which our cities um, are um, really important nodal points for this mass migration of 6 million African-Americans from the South. And so if we think about the ways in which Baltimore and Jackson are specifically situated in this history, it made absolute sense to bring our institutions together to think deeply um, and collaborate on what it means to mount a show about the great migration, which has fundamentally changed our communities over the long array of history. So our directors at the time, Chris Bedford, director of the BMA and Betsy Bradley, um, longtime director of the Mississippi Museum of Art, MMA, um, knew right away that this could be a transformative um, project. Subsequently, I was hired at the BMA and Ryan was hired at the MMA. And when we came on to our institutions, we really took advantage of of the capaciousness of the topic and wanted to inhabit this question, you know, what would happen if today's leading artists were given the space and the time to think about the lasting impact of the Great Migration.
0: So working with the artists, you gave them prompts. Talk about those prompts. We started right away and
2: thinking about who we wanted to invite, and many of those conversations started with the question, where is your family from? What's your connection to the Great Migration? And what's your connection to the South? And out of those prompts emerged really complicated and wonderful and highly textured narratives one of the most surprising things that Ryan and I captured in those early conversations is that there were as many artists who had connections to the South and family members who decided to remain in the South as there were artists whose um, family migrations took them, you know, further afield um, within and across the United States. So those prompts were were quite simple, but highly charged with, um, with deep historical nuance and resonance.
0: The featured artists represent several disciplines. Talk about a few of them.
2: Yeah, I would love to talk about Zoe Charlton, who um, is an incredible Baltimore-based artist who hails from Florida and her work is called Permanent Change of Station. Zoe inhabited this question of migration from a different vantage point. She was interested in the military as a driver of migration and looked to relatives in her family and their um, participation in the Army or the Air Force. She created a monumental drawing which combines landscapes, both real and imagined. Embedded within this drawing is uh, a portrait, possibly of the artist, in full military garb. And in front of this drawing is a pop-up construction that looks almost like a storybook. And the panels that come together have collaged trees and flowers and um, sort of landscape elements as well. But at the center of this piece is her grandmother's house, a blue bungalow house that served as the um, foundation for Zoe's family in Florida. So no matter how far relatives went out in the world, they would always kind of come back to this beautiful blue home. I'd also like to talk about Larry Cook, who is a DC-based conceptual photographer. His presentation for A Movement In Every Direction is so massive in the ways in which the personal and the historical come together for him. Um, His family hails from Georgia and South Carolina on his father's side, Um, and he wanted to take a look at the Cook men in his family, stretching back four to five generations. Um, He was interested in this long durée of absent fatherhood in his family, and by having conversations with his own father, he was able to um, reach a place of healing in his family relationship, but then also, I think, understood through interviewing family members and taking these road trips in the South, meditating on um, this complicated history, he was able to hopefully sort of reach a, a place of forgiveness in his own family relationship. And then, I think, building upon that that space of forgiveness, understanding how these decisions, sometimes even sort of incidental estrangement, um, have come to shape who he is today and who um, his family is
0: today. This is On the Record on WIPR. I'm Sheila Cast, speaking with curator Jessica Bell Brown, Baltimore Museum of Art's head of contemporary art. We're talking about the new exhibit she co-curated called A Movement in Every Direction, Legacies of the Great Migration. Help me understand the interactive aspect of the exhibit.
2: I think first and foremost, for our visitors who will come to see and experience the show, we are incredibly interested in the kind of universal aspects of what it means to come from a family that had to make a decision about where to go, where to find refuge or agency, where to thrive. And so we have designed opportunities for folks to tell their own stories, their own family histories, their own narratives. There is a wonderful interactive called Roots and Roots, where, after processing the content of the show, um, visitors can step in to a booth to either listen to or learn from other folks who've experienced the show nationally and who who have told their and recorded their stories it's a really amazing interactive that allows for these stories to be mapped geographically. And should they decide they might want to, or be inclined to record their own narratives. And these narratives will all sort of live together um, and accumulate over the course of the tour of the exhibition. Um, We really wanted our show to offer a deep meditation for folks. um, Even if, They may have never heard of the Great Migration. I think the kind of fundamental human experience of migration is so profound that it will stretch and reach across many different paths of of life for folks.
0: And along with the exhibit, there is a two-volume publication?
2: This is a contemporary show and that deals with history, right? The contemporary artists have offered their family stories as a way for us to kind of collectively reflect on the past and on familial and shared histories. So we wanted to create a two-volume publication. The first is a volume one critical reader that um, allowed us as curators to share the research that we spent months and months compiling to establish a historical grounding for the Great Migration. The second volume is um, our capsule exhibition catalog. We've commissioned incredible um, writers, Jessica Lynn, Kiase Lehman, Sharifa Rhodes-Pitts and Willie Jamal Wright to explore how the Great Migration continues to reverberate today in both the public and private spheres. Um, Ryan and I have contributed a foundational essay that um, contextualizes all of the artists' projects. And um, there is incredible installation photography and um, what we are calling sort of artist entries where we take a deeper dive into each of the artists' projects.
0: What is it that you hope visitors will take away from a movement in every direction, less legacies of the Great Migration?
2: I want visitors to walk away from this exhibition feeling empowered, empowered to dive deeper into their family histories, um, empowered to open up dialogues with relatives and loved ones, about their family journeys. I want our visitors to walk away thinking about this question of agency and what it means to make a choice that has profound consequence um, for generations to come and how even in the present moment, the choices that we make today will be held and um, will, will continue to shape generations in our families to come. I appreciate your giving us this overview. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sheila.
0: Jessica Bell Brown is curator and department head of contemporary art at the Baltimore Museum of Art. We spoke in October, just before the exhibit, A Movement in Every Direction, Legacies of the Great Migration opened. The exhibit is on display through January 29th. There are two free admission days coming up. A week from Thursday, on December 15th, and Sunday, January 8th. And at 6.30 p.m. on December 15th, Jessica Bell Brown will host a free conversation with several artists to discuss Southern culture, belonging, and the process of developing commissioned works of art. We have details at the On the Record page at WYPR.org. Short break on the record. When we're back, two of the exhibit's artists share the stories behind their work. I'm Sheila Cast. Stay with us. Welcome back to On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. The Baltimore Museum of Art's latest exhibit, A Movement in Every Direction, Legacies of the Great Migration, illustrates through the eyes of contemporary creators the impact on the US of the exodus of six million African Americans out of the South to points North and West. In October, I spoke with two of the exhibit's artists, Akia Brion, originally from New Orleans and now living in Baltimore, is a photographer, writer, curator, and researcher. She combines photography, textiles, and moving images to explore racial and social structures and how they influence black life and identity in America. Robert Pruitt is originally from Houston, Texas, and joins us from his home in New York. Pruitt's work calls from hip hop, science fiction, comic books, and technology. His drawings, videos, and installations explore historical and contemporary experiences of African Americans, the Black body, and identity. I began by asking Akia Brion to describe her piece titled An Ode to You All, and you is in parenthesis.
1: Visitors will see a series of tapestries that I've been working on. Um, a lot of them are in irregular shapes and are combining some of my archival um, photographs from my family's family archive. And so I'm sort of working with those images and collaging them. And they are um, woven through the process of jacquard. So it's a, a cotton loom process. So the images are literally woven um, with these threads, and then I'm adding jewels and stuffing them, so they're they're really coming to life and sort of jumping off the wall.
0: Tell me more about what went into creating this piece.
1: Um, so this this piece was really inspired by my my family story um, during the migration. I'm originally from New Orleans, but my um, grandfather is from Columbus, Mississippi, which is the northeast corner of Mississippi. And um, I've really been chronicling his family's movement and really looking at his mother and her sisters that sort of raised him and, and my great uncle. And they were all educators. And through that, my grandfather sort of excelled in his education and and through that was able to secure a scholarship to go to Dillard University in New Orleans where he met my grandmother and then they um, moved to New Mexico for um, work and education and that's where my mom was born and raised. So I've sort of looked and sort of traced that um, history of education and how it actually really allowed my family to migrate out of um, the rural South.
0: Robert, your drawing, which is quite large, is called A Song for Travelers. Describe it. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's a large four-panel drawing. It's about 20 feet wide, seven feet high. Um, I do large-scale figurative verse so there are, I believe, 17 figures in this piece. It's uh, a group of people in a sort of semicircle, a semicircle around one sitting figure, and um, he's facing this group, which uh, I created as like a symbol of community of people, of time and place. Um, Yeah, it's a giant figurative drawing of people seeing off a person leaving for the Great Migration.
0: Tell us about your research for this drawing.
3: I'm not a person that normally does a a lot of research for my work in this fashion, so this was sort of a new experience. I was trying to figure out how to visually depict what I think of when I think of my home and my community. Because I'm thinking about a group of people who did not leave. So I'm thinking about what community looks like after the Exodus, the people who were left behind. And so I wanted to sort of find symbols and references and clothing and ideas that maybe depict the community I grew up in, the family I grew up in. Uh, And so I went back and I was looking through my family's photos also have like a large cache of bound um, photos that I've gathered throughout the years from, you know, digging in dumpsters and that sort of thing, which is where a lot of like my material came from. Um, and, you know, institutional sort of sources as well. Um, yeah, and so I just dug up as many photo references as I could find, and then came back to the studio, did a p- little bit of photography with models, and um, created the composition by throwing all that into a pot and seeing what worked.
0: That's visual artist Robert Pruitt on the record on WIPR. I'm Sheila Cast. Also with us is photographer, writer, and weaver, Akia Brion. We're talking about their works in the Baltimore Museum of Art exhibit, A Movement in Every Direction Legacies of the Great Migration. In your exploration for this work, What did you discover that surprised you, Robert?
3: You know, family members that I didn't know about. um, You know, I think every time we go back to really do a deep deep dive kind of with our family, you discover all these new things that you didn't know about. Um, Like an an uncle that moved to California that I'd never known about and that sort of thing. Um, And I think it was an opportunity to really look So I don't know if I was surprised, but more um, revisiting a thing that that I hadn't spent time with in a while. Uh, And mostly I'm thinking about people and faces and color and just, yeah, I don't know, like going through all this photography really was like a nice meditative experience. And so I got a lot out of it, even beyond just making the piece. It was spending time with all these images and this, this history.
0: And Akia, what about you? And as you were exploring, what surprised you? Mm,
1: I I would say I was surprised at how many secrets were still being kept by my family um, and by distant relatives, and and just how many questions that I still had, and that I was sort of uncovering through my research. That a lot of family members, especially older family members, were prepared to never answer. So that was something that was surprising, even with seeing the repercussions of a lot of these questions being unanswered and, you know, whose last name do we really have? And whose whose father was, you know, actually this person's father, all of those questions a lot of the older generations were prepared to take to the grave and and some have since I've started this work. So that was definitely something that was surprising, knowing how close I was to people who had answers that were not willing to, to answer.
0: I'll tell you, Akia, okay, something that surprised me was when you were describing the work, to hear collage and jacquard weaving both in the same work. I'm trying to picture that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still, you know, I'm a lens-based artist and I'm working, you know, in multimedia and interdisciplinary, but, you know, everything that I do is really rooted in research and then lens-based work. So, um, of course, collage really came into it, but really collage in the sense of working with images Um and making sure some parts of them are are still being utilized while sort of emphasizing other parts. So it's a very um, surface level of collage work.
0: Robert, why was it important to you to focus on those who stayed behind from the movement of migration?
3: I, I think because when the idea was presented to me, I, you know, immediately thought about my relationship to the Great Migration. And I, you know, listening to just now Akia telling the story of her family and all of the movement, I don't have those stories. And my family did not do those things. And it felt like it was the place that I could start from. It's the only sort of relationship I really have in a a personal way. I mean, I could have approached it, you know, sort of externally, like um, by thinking about it at a national sort of macro conversation and, operating from a different angle, but I did want to work out of my own sort of experience and that was how I understood my family's experience.
0: Akia, what do you hope people take away from visiting a movement in every direction legacies of the Great Migration?
1: I hope people feel more empowered to do research on their own families and, and try and locate where it is that they came from or Spend more time with the family members who I think maybe have a more direct connection to these spaces and ask them questions while they're still here and, you know, be empowered to be the documentarians and the archivists of their own families. And I think that this is not just for African-American families, but I think this is for every family that there is. It's so important to make sure that your individual and unique family narrative is preserved and told. Um, So I hope people feel more empowered to, to do so.
0: And Robert, what about you? What do you hope people take away from this exhibit?
3: Maybe the same thing that I think I'm taking away from it, which is the massive impact that exodus had on the country like the movement of people from the south has informed i believe like the culture of the rest of the country like we these people moved and brought with them all of the history and culture that they had developed in the south and the south has like a very strong rooted culture and i think it informs um, how people move and dance and sing and eat and all of this stuff like large portions of it come from the South. And um, I think sometimes we forget that this, this exodus, this movement is what kind of created the landscape we all live in.
0: I appreciate you both sharing your insights about this and congratulations on what you've created. Thanks for talking to us.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Kia Brion uses photography, textiles, and moving images to explore black life and identity in America. Robert Pruitt draws on hip-hop, science fiction, comic books, and technology to create work that looks at historical and contemporary experiences of African Americans. We spoke in October. Their work, along with that of 10 other artists, is featured in the Baltimore Museum of Art exhibit A Movement in Every Direction, Legacies of the Great Migration. It runs through January 29th. Next Thursday, December 15th, visitors can enjoy free admission to the exhibit from 4.30 p.m. until close and attend a free artist conversation led by co-curator Jessica Bell Brown. We have details at the On the Record page at wypr.org. I'm Sheila Cast. Glad you're with us on the record. Come back tomorrow.